Welcome to COPE 100 podcast, where every Thursday we openly share stories, coping strategies, and lived experiences to manage our emotions. This is your host, Leone Brown, coming to you real and uncut with her lived experiences and that of others to hopefully change your lives. Remember, everyone has a story. If you've lived it, share it. Your story could change the lives of many. In today's episode, I will be talking about domestic abuse. I am now a trained domestic abuse ambassador and I've learned a lot about domestic abuse from growing up and from my environs, from reading about it, witnessing it, being a survivor of it, and knowing people who have been through it. My domestic abuse situation, I saw it as emotional, and I could not put a label on it in those days because it was not spoken about. But what I noticed is the way I used to feel when I was around that person. And I found that I was changing myself whenever that person come around. And I thought, I don't like what I am doing because I am not feeling myself and I felt really happy when that person was not around me and i said if i am with somebody and when they're around me i have to minimize myself and i don't feel happy i don't feel fulfilled there is a problem but i did not know what the problem was when i realized that it was quite abuse was when that person started shouting, raised voices, um, silent treatment, just ignoring, not speaking to me, and I don't know why. So if you had an argument with someone and they did not speak to you following the argument, you could tell yourself maybe because of the argument they're angry with you. But if someone just not speak to you for a whole week and you don't know what it is, and you ask and they don't answer the next time the, the the malice gets longer so it could start from a day then the next time two days it reach a week two weeks you get a silent treatment you get ghosted and you start thinking what have i done wrong so sometimes we fall into the trap of blaming ourselves first and saying it must be me when i investigated further when I left that relationship I was told how abusive this person was in his previous relationships now guess what happened when you meet someone they put out their best but when someone is pretending they cannot keep up this best attitude it cannot work smoke will come out of a locked building whether through a nail hole, a keyhole, under the door, through the roof, through a tile, anything, it will come out. 
and I heard this person used wire to tie up his ex-girlfriend. He used to beat the other one. And I'm like, wow. But when you meet someone, nobody, people around you know what they're like, but sometimes they don't want to get involved. Or maybe they think this one is the one. They might not beat this one or may, they may not hurt this one. But when domestic abuse starts, it starts tickling. It doesn't just start one day. Someone decides, okay, I'm going to just beat you to a pulp. It starts from either emotional, mental, financial, and then they extend it to physical. How I knew this was a domestic abuse was one day I was pregnant, about eight months pregnant. We were in the front room watching the TV I felt my neck being squeezed really, really hard. There was no argument in the house. I just felt this squeeze around my neck. So I turned around and thinking, someone broke into the house and is trying to kill me. When I turned around, the door was locked and I'm thinking, I didn't hear a sound. Nobody crawled through the window, through the roof. Who else is in this house? When I looked, my family... It was my ex-partner strangling me. Don't ask me why. We were not arguing. There was no argument. We were watching TV. He crept up behind me and was strangling me. Now, knowing the person that I am, I am a survivor. I will not lie down with my arms in the air going, Help, help me. He's squeezing my neck. No, I don't roll like that. I never forget there was a massive VCR tape and in Jamaica there's a comedian called Oliver Samuels and that one, the, 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 the comedy on that tape was Oliver Yellarge. I remember when I say grabbing it, I don't even remember grabbing it but I remember it launching in his forehead. I just slammed it in his forehead and that one was on the floor. Then I just was in such a shock, like, is this the movie I'm watching? What is happening? How? Why? I could not. Then his forehead had a massive bruise on it, a swelling. He turned to me and said, D, why did you do that? I was just playing. I turned to him, calm as a lamb, and I said, I was playing as well. Yes. Then another time I noticed, we were living at another house now, and I baked some cake for my grandmother, and my uncle was traveling to London. So I baked a big one for her, a medium one for the house and family, anyone wanted a piece, and a tester. Now that man could have tasted the tester of the cake. What did he do? He stick his fingers in the middle of the big cake that I was meant to send to my grandmother, his dirty fingers, because he had just came from work. That was to wind me up. So because I know the type of person he is, I said to him, why didn't you test the, cut a piece of the tester? He went flying, shouting. He picked up a machete, rushed to the gate. The gate is very far from where I was because it's a massive yard. And he started slapping the gate with the machete. I'm like, this man is not right. 
And another time, apparently, he was in a tree with a belt that he's going to hang himself. So that's when I knew there's a problem here. There's a problem. And I remember I was breastfeeding my daughter and he dragged her off my breast. And some milk spat out on his hand and he said, Girl, you spit on me. I'm going to spit back on you. And I said, I'm with, I'm with a mad person. That's when I thought, this is some abuse going on here. I gonna have to leave and that's when I started planning my escape and I left quietly I didn't tell him I'm leaving because some women or men make the mistake of threatening to leave when you're leaving what I've learned on my domestic ambassador training leaving is the most dangerous time but I didn't know that at that time I think I was just clever what I did I left quietly i was on my best behavior for the two weeks that i know i'm gonna leave at the end of the two weeks so nothing was suspicious i even asked him to accompany me to the airport he even came on the airplane with me because he was working at the airport and i even allowed him to give me a peck on the cheek and i said see you in two weeks when that airplane lift up from normal manly international airport I felt a weight lifted off my shoulder. And do you believe family members and friends were having pity on him? And even until today, my grandmother sent money for him. Oh, such and such is so lovely. He's the best thing ever because he does the best for them and secretly tried to torment me. But you know what? I've got a lot of stories to tell. So I'm just telling you today, as a domestic abuse ambassador, recognize the signs of abuse. Go online and search it up. Just type in domestic abuse today and see if you're going through it. If you're going through it, do not make any rash decisions. Seek help. It takes seven times average for you to leave a domestic, uh, a domestic abusive relationship. Men go through it as well, but sometimes they're so embarrassed to talk about it. A lot of people who are in, in, in refuges now, they've been in domestic abusive relationship for over 20 years. And some of them are physical. Mine wasn't physical. Well, it was almost physical because it was squeezing my neck. Yeah, that was physical. Uh-huh. It got to that. But that's because I couldn't identify what it was. And I did it. the people don't talk about it, but we need to open up, break the silence about domestic abuse because it is real, it affects the children, it affects their education, their morale, their self-confidence. Go on the internet today, type in domestic abuse, know what it is, know about safety measures, get some, get your bags packed up, something with all your emergency documents and stuff, slowly. If you're going to leave, please leave slowly and get some support from professionals on how to leave peacefully and safely do not tell someone you're leaving them you that could be the last conversation you have because some people are very jealous and they will kill you so i'll tell you furthermore during the podcast i'll give you more information because i've got lots of information about it in my learning pack but let me tell you my friends and family i'm just proud of myself for what i've done who i've become and remember you are enough and there's only one you. Until next week, have a good week.